Are you jaded by your lack of media skills? Do you struggle with public speaking? Do you find it difficult to explain your goalkeeping gaffes? Did you just answer yes to those three questions? If so, come to our next workshop at Viney's Super Speaking Good Support Group. We offer a range of options from... The game of two halves. To the far more complicated... Lads played well today. If you can't super speak good, then we are here for you. Your sister's quite fit. Good evening. So welcome to episode 16 of the Maximum Friction podcast. We've done 16 of these now. Uh, I'm joined in my kitchen by Yogi today. Hi. Um, we've got no candy. He's at the pub. Um, and then on the other line, we've got Jack. Hi, Dan. Hey, Jack. How are you, man? Yeah, wonderful. Um, couldn't be smugger. Nervous yet? I uh, don't get nervous because I'm playing Matt Robert. <laughs> Ooh, early, early um, shots. I've saved it. Me. I've saved it all up for a week. <laughs> <laughs> so all, 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 all the times he pissed you off when you were living together, all the hype. He, he was actually very good as a human. He's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but as a football player, it's luck. And mine is just knowing football, so I will win. Jack does know football. Jack does know football. And I assume he's not actually helping Rivera at the minute. No. (laughs) (laughs) He stopped everything. That's got to have an effect at some point, right? (laughs) Why why do you think he's dropped JHI finally? It's because you told him to. That's what he says. Yeah, well, I I tried to get Ross to drop all his players, but he wouldn't do it. Oh, well. So, uh, we're into our agenda for this week. We're going to review last week uh, if we can decipher all the notes you wrote. Your your <laughs> notes, when I looked at them to take photos of you and try and make sense of them, it was like Scott's handwriting. Um, <laughs> I, really, I, I, I don't know how... Like, Yorgs, you're doing this business thing with Scott. What's it like reading his notes and his handwriting for your reports? I mean, i got to front up because my handwriting is fucking horrendous (laughs) so i've got unique ability to decipher fucking nonsense scroll now um but you know it's going quite well and a large part of that is the fact that scott goes and looks at houses and takes photos and that's pretty much it you know (laughs) and he does that quite well but luckily no notes no actual thinking no, no no real skill just kind of wanders around takes some photos Manages to not fuck it up like me handing him the best fancy team that was around this year. So that's been good. That's been good. (laughs) Um, Then we'll go and look ahead at the fixtures for this week in Championship Week. Uh, We'll run through your bargain basement. We'll have a bit of a toilet bowl interview with Yorgs himself. Uh, Run through some shoulda, woulda, couldas because there's quite a few this week. And uh, round it out with some NFL chat. How does that sound? Lovely. Sounds perfect. Okay, so... Last week's fixtures. So, um, in the two games that nobody really cared about, um, Steve beat me in the Butty Bowl, so we're one all for the season. Um, and he beat me by more points than I beat him previously, so he's technically won the Butty Bowl, and I can confirm it was more than a six-point bumming from him. So, well done, Steve. <laughs> um, he didn't actually take that much delight when I saw him this week in it, but, um, yeah, bless him. It's hard, it's hard to be that happy about winning a game that no one cares about. Yeah, and then and then in the no one cares bowl, um, Rob beat Scott to to just put a lovely little cherry on top of Scott's terrible season. Unbelievably bad. It's been horrendous. There's huge levels of mismanagement. I mean, yeah, it makes Enron look like a positively well thought out venture. It's fucking mental. <laughs> I, I was looking at, um, like, we were talking in the chat this week about the prizes, and obviously we've got the, the winner-runner-up split for you and Robert. So Matt's going to get money, and Matt, whatever happens, will have enough money to pay for next year. I might dock it £10 now, um, one, to see how much he kicks off, um, and two, to see if, like, he uh, will actually pay and play next year. So um, That just means you won't be able to afford to come on the, the drunk cast then, will it? Oh, yeah, you won't. No, you'd have to take money out of his savings. That was it. Um, so then, yeah, uh, Rob beat Scott and pff, shocking. So um don't really want to talk about that much more. Um, no, oh, no, wait, we do. Um, let's talk about Robert beating Matty. Um, uh, Matty, Matty, Matty reverted to form. That, that, that's... 
that's what we thought he was going to be when we predicted it last week. I think we both said that Robert's players were too good. Um, Matty's players had their best week last week and were, that was not going to happen again. So it's just reverting to form, I think. He went off hot as well. He was taking an early lead. Matt was getting really nervous and then Robert came back strong. He, he the He's well aboard the Tannehill train um, and rode him 26 points. There's a... Uh, Pretty good performance, and also from Parker, which was surprising, seeming as you know the Dolphins. Parker is a top five wide receiver in fantasy this year. Really? Yeah, he's been the one of the most consistent fantasy plays from I think week one to three. He was a bit ropey when they would start in Josh Rosen, um, mm. and then since then he's he has been one of the most consistent plays. So it's been it's been good from from Matt starting him. Mm. He, I think he rode the Tannehill train all the way from Bargain Basement Town, didn't he? He did. Yes. Interesting. Could could your own Bargain Basement advice be your downfall this week? Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so then then we look at your um, triumphant victory over Ross. Um, Ross is the people's <laughs> champion, um, but. Uh, yeah, that you. Was that was tight. And, that was, uh, uh, I did not think. I did not wake up thinking I'd won that at all. <laughs> it's one of those you go to sleep hoping and praying, but not really. Well, I just uh, I, my, the whole thing was if Kamara had a decent game, then I was in trouble. And he again reverted to how good he's been all year, which is he can't make people miss in space anymore, which is weird. Mm. Um, but I mean, Mike Thomas is. Uh, I really want him to break the reception record next week. I think he needs eleven. Okay. Um, to break the to have to break Harrison's one four three for the season, and if he does, then he'll get 120, 130 yards and twenty five odd points, and there we go. And the Saints had everything to play for next week as well, so yeah, he's probably been. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy with Mike Thomas. He's not my. He can't be a keeper though because I've drafted him too high. But oh. very very good. My, one of my best draft picks, I think. Mm. One of the few left on your team. On your team, it is. Um, well, I, only, I only really needed Lamar and Mike Thomas to win most of my games. So yes, true. Very, <laughs> very true. Um, do you think Lamar's going to get sat this week? Uh, I mean, what they they made a habit, didn't they? When they're winning by about twenty odd points, mm. they they benched him for RG three. Um, I mean, it could happen. I think the problem, that is, that is the big problem I'm facing if they decide to bench him halfway through the game. That's fine. Um, no, I just wanted to give uh, full disclosure because that was a, a sponsored um, seed planting by myself there. Um, that seed of doubt was paid for by Matt Robert, um, just to get you thinking about the Lamar Jackson situation for this weekend. It's weird, isn't it? I'm so bad at fantasy football, I hadn't thought about it. But what a dickweed. What an absolute dickweed. That, that, that is that. <laughs> wow. He bought and paid for that. That yeah. is terrible. I know, right? I mean, yeah. uh, when he picks up a Jai again on Thursday, or like tomorrow morning or something. Once he clears waivers. Yeah, he'll, he'll clear his own waiver period. And then yeah, he'll use, he'll use a waiver to pick, pick, him up. To pick him up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I might put a claim in now just to prevent that from happening, <laughs> but maybe. And then Jack will sit Lamar Jackson. He'll get like thirty-two points in the first half, and yeah. it won't really matter. That's that is that is the thing. Like, I, I, even if I even if he only plays half a game, he'll still get more fantasy points than ninety percent of the other quarterback. So, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? You're gonna have to Ride the Jackson way. train all the way to the top bloke award. <laughs> and the top bloke award is joining us this evening uh, on the podcast. Um, I showed showed Yorg the top bloke award and his one he will be taking away on the drunk cast. Um, his bed shitting bin collector award. <laughs> bed shitting bin collector is very good. <laughs> it's a strong lick. Um, it's a lot of words that I find funny. I'm looking forward to having it up. I think it's going to really complete the look of Ash's new office. She's, <laughs> she, she's really happy about it. <laughs> I got told. I got told earlier on that Kaylee didn't really know how well I was doing in fantasy football. Could I don't talk about it because when you're winning, you don't need to talk about it too much. Um, but she, when like I told her what the prize, what the thing was for losing, she was like, "Yeah, no, that's that would have been. I wouldn't have asked you to move in with me. That would have been it." <laughs> 
<laughs> cool. <laughs> Wonderful. So, fixtures coming up for this week. There's only two games. Um, you've got the third, fourth place playoff between Ross and Matty. And then mm-hmm. and then our game of the week, which is obviously the championship round, which is you versus Matt. So, uh, if you want to take oh, yeah. it away and run through your Ross versus Matty prediction, um, that would be delightful. Okay. I will put Madden down because I'm multitasking. Um, Tell us about your franchise. I am now... I don't know how bloody far I am in this now. I am. Um, let's have a look. What season am I in? Oh, dearie me. This is ridiculous. Are you down 2027? Oh, down the rabbit hole. 2027. Yeah. Fair play. Uh, I've moved the franchise seven times. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 stayed, I stayed in Orlando to play as the Orbits for two years, won a Super Bowl, and now we're off to Houston. Oh, so what are you, the Houston the, uh, what? The Voyagers. Oh, you didn't go for the old school Oilers, Kit? I've been, I've been, I've already been there. <laughs> <laughs> I've moved from Houston, now I'm going back. <laughs> oh, man, the fans must love you. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I just, the whole, the whole funds, when you're an owner, they've really not made it very difficult to fuck this up, have they? Because you can just move and buy stadiums in every state. It doesn't make a difference. <laughs> Oh, just leaving a derelict set of stadiums in your wake. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a really crap one in Toronto. There's an open air one in Orlando now. I'm pretty sure there's there's one in St. Louis that I went to, and I was like, oh god, this is crap, and left. <laughs> I built, I started building the shit ones on purpose because I knew I was leaving. <laughs> cheaper. Yeah, cheaper, more funding from the uh, from the state. Which <laughs> fuck you guys. So you re- anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh, damn. Yeah, anyway, uh, <laughs> Ross versus Matty. Matty's just, again, he's going to get 100 odd points. Um, the Rams the Rams got butt whipped last week, um, which was entertaining to watch. I don't really know what Rams team are going to turn up, but their defense is very good. They've only allowed two touchdowns per game for the past 10 weeks, I think, something like that. No more than two touchdowns until they got manhandled last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what the San Francisco 49ers do. They they should walk all over them, but I don't know. But Winston, um, if Winston plays, he's going to throw all over Houston. Uh, it doesn't matter who he throws to, he's going to throw all over them because that's what he does because he is a Hall of Fame in waiting quarterback. Um, huh. uh, yeah. Alvin Kamara is crap. <laughs> he's got to do something. Uh, Alvin Kamara is crap. James White had that one big week which made Matty's team the best he's had this season. And we'll not do it again. Leonard Fournette is also not in a good offense and has the turning circle of a large truck or me on a quarterback scramble. Um, <laughs> hey, don't do yourself a disservice. You're an oil tanker, right? Oh, slippy. Um, so Ingram is Ingram. Uh, he'll probably get pulled in the second half if they keep manhandling him. They put Gus in for a little bit. Alan Robinson's been surprisingly good. The Bears' offense has been clicking, um, which is why I should have started Miller last week, but I didn't. Miller has been the recipient of a lot of those targets, but um, Robinson is just a... It's quite loud, player. actually. Yeah, that's someone trying to get into me. my flat. Um, Did you order takeaway? No, I didn't. I think that's Katie. Uh, I might need to pause this and record this, but it's all right. That is fine. Okay, so that random delivery guy turned up, um, interrupted us there, Jack. Um, can you confirm, was it a good delivery? Uh, yes, well, it was a Christmas present, which uh, I was worried about not getting here, so that's a big tick. Excellent work. Um, are you now wrapping it frantically before Kaylee comes home? Uh, no, it's done. I did it in that interim period. Oh, very good. Yeah, good with my hands. I've heard. Um, so you were about to tell us who you thought was going to win between Ross and Matty. Oh, yeah, we can start now. Ross is going to win. It's fine. Yeah, Ross. <laughs> um, let's move on. Let's move on. So we Very go on swiftly along. to the game of the week this week, which is... Uh, me! You versus <laughs> versus Matt. You didn't let uh, me even do the fanfare. You were that excited to shout me. Uh, I so, am the fanfare. Da, 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 da. Thank so, you. You versus Matt, the battle of yes. the tinkerers. There's been tinkering already. There's been oh, so many ad drops. Ad drops. Mm-hmm. Ajay's gone. He's going to be picked back up on waivers, maybe. Yeah, you know, yeah. You've had 
You've had people paying people to put seeds in other people's heads. It's it's all uh, kicking off mind games wise. I'm gonna put my seed somewhere else. Um, so let me just. So I'm gonna go through my ad drops quickly just while we're we're on this because um, it, it's it, obviously you sit and wait a little bit and watch players as you go through the year and. Um, it, there's only one week left, so I may as well just try and if I, I'm only going to pick up players that I'm considering starting and getting rid of ones that I'm just not going to. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's have a look through so this. You went uh, for Perryman. Rashad Perryman. Um, yeah, I got rid of Deontay Johnson because I just don't trust the Steelers to move the ball consistently enough. Mm. Johnson could have a big week. He could get a punt return. He could get a couple of long touchdowns, but he's not a consistent target guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just don't. You're don't hoping see him. for some Hall of Fame quarterback throws from Jamie's, aren't you? Well, he's going to throw it constantly anyway, and someone needs to catch it. And I think the biggest two recipients are going to be Cameron Bright and Bashar Perryman. Mm-hmm. Um, although Scotty Miller, who is his little white guy that everyone has, um, is also in the mix to get some targets. So I don't know, but I mean, I am considering starting Perriman. That's why I picked him up. Um, I'm going to start Jonu Smith over uh, Hunter Henry because the, the charges are just, uh, I don't know, there's going backwards. Philip Rivers looks like he is as old as he actually is now. Um, I think we've seen the last of him, to be honest. Uh, Johnny Smith um, is the only tight end this year to break the 20 miles an hour barrier whilst running with the ball in his hands I thought Hayden Hurst did that for the Ravens uh, I don't know that, Hayden Hurst is old man no, he's, he's 29 no he, he might he's only he's, like two years old. old thing. but he he did it the other week on his long touchdown it, from Lamar Jackson well his flying hair distracted me but Johnny Smith is He's good, and the Titans are good at the moment. And I'm not going to start Sterling Shepard just because he, he might get a touchdown, but he throws to Slayton. Yeah. Most of them do. Yeah. Um, and then Matt Gay is nursing a groin issue, which for a kicker is troubling. So I picked up the uh, Brandon McManus, who is um, kind of consistent and has a big leg as well. So for the Broncos, which I think they're going to do, I think they're going to walk all over uh, Detroit, I believe it is. Mm. Um, are they at home? I think. Uh, I don't know if it's a mile high. Um, it's always good for a kicker. I was I was kind of hoping that you were gonna like offer me a trade for Will Lutz or like ask me to cut him so that you could pick him back up and Matt wouldn't know. Um, he's in mile high and not in Detroit, which is great. Yeah, fifty all over the place. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do, I do enjoy Matt making corresponding kicker moves though, picking up Kai. <laughs> Picking up Kai Forber, who uh, has bounced around like four or five teams this year and is notoriously a bit of an arsehole. <laughs> Not a particularly great kicker either. And, uh, well, he was fucking good last week. Yeah, he was. Very, very good. And Mike Boone, who I'm sure he's going to start. And God, I hope he does. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if Matt rides Dalvin Cook all the way to the championship game and then he doesn't play. <laughs> Why would Cook play at this point? That's just dumb. They can win without him and they need him for the playoffs. Yeah. So, on to the matchup. Um, you versus young Matthew. Um, Lamar Jackson, as we talked about, if he plays, and do you know what? I'm, I think he's going to play all four quarters against Cleveland because I think they want to pound them into the ground in a revenge game from September. Um, and I think they'll keep him in for a long time. Um, and then he plays a half at best. Oof. And then uh, I, I agree with Yogi. To be fair, I just I think the only thing I can see happening there is that the Cle- uh, Cleveland make it a game for the first half, mm. um, which the de- their defense is capable of doing. But without um, helmet veto, it's difficult. Yeah, I just I I can see the Ravens being real spiteful against the Browns. Um, hope so. I really hope so. Yeah, I just think they're bigger than that. They'll put it down. They'll see them down. They've been completely irrelevant for how long? They're not going to like fuck up their first chance. Mm, but the Browns did with the last team who beat us. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just you know they've got to be looking at the playoffs now, right? Yeah. Like who's worrying about some shit Browns team that's about to implode further? Yeah, yeah exactly. I suppose. But then you got Tannehill against Norlins, but in Tennessee, so not in the dorm. Still potentially could be a shootout. Um, I think you've got the the Norden in there. You got Zeke versus. Ooh. There's a big thing there to think about with Tannehill. The uh, the Saints have just signed Janoris Jenkins. 
um, who got cut from the Giants and who was one of the top 12, 12 to 15 cornerbacks this year um, because they lost their rookie. So they've just replaced their rookie with... Jules uh, Jenkins is a bit of an asshole. That's uh, very good it's why he got cut, but he was he was playing really well. Um, so they just added, and they get a couple of players back as well. I don't know whether Marcus Davenport and the other guys are going to be there, but I think it's going to be a tough day for Tannehill. Um, which would work perfectly for you with your bargain basement choice for Matt's quarterback. Um, he's decided to play Miles Sanders this week after leaving 30 points on his bench last week uh, to replace Cook. Um, he's got Derek Henry's doing real well as well. End of the season, Derek. Um, but your running backs both hit form last week. Um, tough matchup for Zeke in uh, Philly, but um, going into that stadium, but he could turn that into a big performance. Carson had a good week last week and is consistently a good starting running back. Um, so Especially still, with never sharp penny there. Yeah. Um, and then we've already talked about Michael Thomas. You've put Perryman straight in your lineup, and I like that. It's following your rule that you said at the start of the season and you should stick to it. Um, mm. His wideouts of Slayton and Parker, they're, as you said, quite high-performing wideouts that nobody really expected to do that well. Um, they're in form, but are they going to be enough to pull a clutch victory in the championship game? I don't know. I think they're, they they could be due bust weeks. Um, tight ends, bit bit weak here on both sides, really. Um, Waller, a raider. Yorgs, he's been performing pretty well, but you wouldn't say he was like guaranteed banker points. Um, I don't know. I think he has been. He's been really our only receiving threat mm. consistently, especially since Hunter went down. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think he's been... I mean, let's face it, I'm probably not the person to say fancy advice from right now, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think he's been pretty consistent. There's no other things. You know, you mentioned Michael Thomas. That I saw some stat that he's got more receptions this season than the Raiders wide receivers. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> not, it's not close either. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, pretty much Waller or a running back is the only place Derek Carr seems to want to throw the ball. And he's done pretty well. I think he's been good. I think that's an okay pick. He's the number four tight end in um, number four in standard, number three in PPR still. Um, and he had even even though they were shit in the Coliseum, he was he was eight of ten for one hundred twenty two. Wow! Like I think Smith's a bit of a boom or bust play. You know, you mentioned his speed. I think if he gets that kind of breakaway thing, he's going to put he can put up really big points. But the best part of the game last week was Johnny Smith taking like uh, he lined up in the backfield and took an outside zone for fifty seven yards. That was amazing. <laughs> Right, yeah. If he's going to do that, then I'm quids in. Yeah, yeah, you are. Um, and with, you know, whew, tough matchup. Could be interesting. They might mix it up a little bit. Here's the two. You're coming up to the two weak links and they both line up here. I am, yeah. Boone and Pascal. I'm, I am surprised oh, that, that that Pascal guy who you put in the basement, I picked him up, he was trash, I cut him, then he actually caught some points. You decide to play him over Miller at the moment things to change and and Matt's obviously going for his Dalvin Cook replacement hoping that the Vikings all-line is is really as strong as it is and it's not all Dalvin Cook uh, yeah I mean it's it's difficult Pascal is, is has been consistently good but just not amazing he's been like in the, he's in the bargain basement guy that's he fits in there every week six to ten points every week um, the Colts offense is just rolling over now being shit so He's he's my that's my tinker point in my team. I think at this point sounds like you just talked yourself out of it. Well, I'm leaving him in just because of the matchup that Miller has against KC. Uh, I'm not putting Gardner in at my own risk, but I mean, I just you could put Hyde in. How do you trust fucking David Blau? Yeah, Hyde is another one, but the Tampa Bay run defense is guiding number one one or two in the league. It's ridiculous. It's very good. So, I mean, and Hyde only got his points from that. He bounced outside a couple of times and got a touchdown last week. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, Miller is Miller and um, Gallup are really the only ones I would consider putting in there. Gallup was a bust last week, but he's up against Philly, who don't have any DBs. So, uh, it's tough. It's, uh, it is a tough. That's my only tinker point, and there's three players, two or three players that could go into that that spot that Pascal's holding down. Yeah. Yeah. You can put Miller in. Then you drop someone off your bench so you can get a replacement for Lamar and you're good. Yeah, that's the only thing. I just, I'll be scrambling for a uh, for a backup quarterback. But, I mean, 
yeah, I don't really know what I'm going to do with that if that happens. You want a super flex and you want to get Taysom Hill in. I would love a super flex, yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, if I had Taysom Hill, I could have put him in a position. This, I would have kept him. He would have been my keeper. Just because he's now my man crush and my keeper. <laughs> he is very I love good. him. He is very good. I love him with most of my heart. Well, what's left of it. <laughs> Oh wow! So, um, I got, mate, that's got really dark. So, when you've been on the podcast, it's got dark. Yeah, quickly, like got uh, dark then, and, and not just because of my head blocking out the sun for once. That's good. Slaying the moon. I know, he's killing himself, isn't he? He's yeah. getting, they spend so much time with Matt, just like getting in there first before someone else can. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm putting a seed in Matt's head, thinking I'm feeling bad this week. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, that's like 80% chance anyway. On an He's self-seeding all over himself somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> so, um, I don't really care about the kickers because they're both 9.71 points predicted scored, but it's the defences. The Patriots' defence has been excellent for Matt um, this year. However, they have not got anywhere near the quality of matchup that the Steelers have playing the no. Jets. That is, uh, that is a good matchup for me. Um uh, but again, the Jets have these random weeks where they score 40 points. So it's, it is, uh, it's a tough one. The Steelers' defence is guaranteed to get sacks and the, pa- the Patriots' defence is guaranteed to get picks. So it's that's the... I think this is uh, Stefan Gilmore's chance to win Defensive Player of the Year, though, if he comes back with another pick six. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Patriots have got a good one. If they can... If they get out early a couple scores and Josh Allen can't, you know, he'll be throwing yeah, loads. He'll yeah. have to start throwing loads. They will start picking him off because he's not great at it. And uh, yeah, I think that'll be a big one. It's just if they can get up early and their offense, yes, and their offense has defense been is good. Mm, interesting. So um, I am going to ask the man in the room, first of all, for his prediction on who do you think will win this week? Um, I think I'm going for... Jack. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Lamar Jackson thing's a bit of a headache. Um, I think your running backs are stronger. Your receivers are stronger. And yeah, I think the defence will do all right out of that. What about you, Jack? Um, I, I think it's going to be very, very close. Um, do we have any games on the with the players? Do we have any games on the, oh, so the Packers-Vikings is on Monday night. Oh, yeah. excellent. So that's going to so be a big one. It's going to come down to a fucking Mike Boots. Yeah, it's going to all be it's going to all be settled, and then it's going to come down to what Mike Boone does on, on Monday night. Yes, lovely. It couldn't have been set up any better for him to get zero, could it? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, and on that comment alone, Matt will probably take him out of his lineup by the time he listens to this. Um, so yeah, I I really wanted to be controversial and go Matt and like predict the upset and go he'll do it, but he's gonna he's gonna choke. This is his choke point. It's gonna happen. Um, we said why, it was... why is it an upset though? I don't get that because he was the dominant one all year. Because Jack knows football. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Before I was about to say that, Yogi was about to say it too. <laughs> it's a thing. Um, so yeah, I think actually you're going to win, mate. Um, I think you, it's going to be close, but yeah. but it'll be comfortable enough that Boone won't need to get a zero for you, but he probably still will. Yeah, I think that it'll come down um, to the Monday night. He'll need like twenty points out of Boone or something, and he'll get like four. That's yeah, I mean, I yeah, I'm hoping it doesn't come down to that, but yeah, I can see that happening. Um, I just think Matt, Matt has been consistently pretty good at this all year. So that's the thing, and I've, I've um, that's most when of my games been talking to him. Yeah, well, most of my games have, have like the one with Ross. I've been down, and I've I've been bailed out by either Thomas or, or Jackson. Um, so if I if I lose points from either of those two, I think I'm in trouble. Yeah, I don't think you will. I'm sorry, Matt. I just don't. Um, mm. So we will move on now to um, Jack's bargain basement. Uh, if you would please fire away. Uh, okay. So uh, last week the bargain basement was rubbish. Um, I'm not going to go all the way through it because I do not have my notes. But Tannehill was very good, and that was about it. Um, 
Everybody else was fairly crap. Jacoby Myers got zero, um, and most of the other players were particularly bad. Um, there was one other guy that was pretty good. Let me just have a quick look. Um, it was Gus Edwards did okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tyler Higby was okay, actually. But otherwise, it was pretty bad. Um, I think it's just though that kind of um, time period in the NFL now where it's backups are getting stuff and, and teams that have been rolled over are being pains in the asses and yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's just a bit unpredictable. Um, so I didn't do very well last week. Didn't beat anybody. Got like 68 points, I think. Um, oh, well. This week, uh, yeah, well, it happens to... I mean, I'm happy to actually win in fantasy rather than my bargain basement team winning. So I'm okay with that. I, uh, I think, though, you're most smug when they both win. Yeah, well... I will be very smug next week then. Um, so, Drew Locke is going to be my starting quarterback uh, because he's in Detroit. Well, he's not in Detroit. He's playing Detroit a mile high. Uh, he had a down week last week so he's facing a tough team, but the uh, Lions are not a good team. They are bad at football. Um, trading their starting safety away was the dumbest thing I've seen the Lions do in a while. But, there we go. Uh, Jalen Rashad is going to be my uh, starting running back because uh, Mr. Jacobs is out. And as we said before, Yogs, uh, Derek Carr loves checking down to his running backs. Um, Rashad's going to break one at some point. It's going to be good. In that vein, I've given um, a bargain base that to Gio Bernard as well uh, because the, the Bengals ran the shit out of the ball against the Patriots. Um, yeah, they did. And Bernard looked good. Mixon looked good as well. But if they're just going to do that over again, stop. Dalton throwing pick sixes, then fine. Uh, give it to Bernard. That's okay. Cole Beasley sneaks his way back into the uh, bargain basement, having been dropped from my lineup. Uh, Sterling Shepard is going to be my starting wide receiver because I don't want him enough to have him on my team, but I still think he's going to catch some passes because he'll get targets. Because Danny Dimes is back this week. Um, Fuck Eli Manning. Fuck Eli Manning. Uh, yes, Greg Ward is my first flex. The great story, if you haven't read the story about Greg Ward, about being a, a quarterback and then being recruited and having to be a wide receiver, being cut by loads of teams, etc., etc. And then he had to get go from the practice squad straight into the starting lineup, and it's been really good for the Eagles. Um, it's a great story if you if you have time to read about it. He's uh, he's a good from what seems like he seems like a stand-up guy so it's good to see that happening to people um, my final flex is T.Y. Hilton <laughs> another guy from your roster T.Y. Hilton is in the bargain basement of our fantasy league and he's not even close to being picked up over the last couple of weeks and it is a shame because he is fucking good at football and I really hope that he's healthy next year because he, he's just quietly one of the better receivers in football he's just had a down a down few months, which is a shame. Uh, but he's my other flex. Cambry is my tight end because uh, Jameis Winston. That's yep. my justification for that. Uh, the Chargers are surging on defence, but not being great on offence. If they can continue to surge on defence, then I think they'll feast this week. And uh, Trickstop Specialist, Yung-Hun-Ku, who plays the Falcons, has been very good. Um, and I, if I wish there was an option for converting onside kicks because he's got three in two weeks. Yeah. Um, So that's my bargain basement. I predict they will get 110.01 points. And I predict the 0.1 will come from T.Y. Hilton. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that the bargain basement team will beat Matt's team this week? No. Okay. No. Imagine how how smug you would be if it did and you won. Uh, Well, yeah, that'd be great. I think me and Matt are going to be up in the 130s, 140s. Do you know what would be really funny for the rest of us? is if Matt beat you and your bargain basement scored more than both of you. Technically, I still won. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the outcome for every person. Now, now the people's <laughs> champion. Now the people's champions. Oh. Yeah. Now the people's champions are got to his cupboard. Um, <laughs> then, yeah, it, it would be would be the best. Everyone, wants, everyone wants the bargain basement to win. Is that yeah. what's going on there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and the bargain basement then can get the, the good job award for the maximum friction top block. Hey, if, I tell you what. If the bargain can we say if the bargain basement beats both of us, yeah, then I will give the bargain basement. If I win, I'll give the bargain basement the the award. Yeah, and we'll, we'll keep it in Ross's basement. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we're not allowed in that basement. So the one he accidentally blew up with his brother when they nearly killed themselves the other week. Yes, <laughs> he got a gaslight and caused an explosion. 
Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> North Petherton went bang, bang, didn't it? It did go bang, bang, yeah. Because <laughs> Steve knew all about that because that was one of his gas pipes. It suddenly <laughs> became Upper Peddington. It's <laughs> <laughs> taking building advice from Scott or something. Yeah. <laughs> So thanks for that. Wiley Coyote, one of those <laughs> So thanks uh, for that bargain basement. <laughs> right, so we are uh, now here for a little guest interview spot with our Toilet Bowl winner, um, Yogi himself. Um, how, are you, how, how are you feeling? Um, yeah, good. I mean, life's great, right? Yeah. Can't wait to put that lovely new bit of artwork up. <laughs> I know. So... Um, um, there are a selection of photos because I found out that it was actually quite cheap to print them. And then when I went to buy some frames, they came in a pack of three. Um, so I've, of course, made three three lovely designs for Yogi to choose from. Um, of the three, which one are, are you looking at? The one we've got with the flashing lights on the outside, which also has the ability to have your name written on the top. Um <laughs> That's that's a pretty good one. Or or then we've got got the the one with the original Facebook advert in, um, which has got both pictures full length, a bit smaller, but it's got the original ad in and including the price for the bin. Um, or then you've got your C option, which is the spare photo and the spare frame. Um, it's got to be a hard choice between the light up one with my name because yeah. I like my name and I also <laughs> like flashy lights. <laughs> so that'll give me hours of entertainment. Um, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> or the original Facebook post because I do like a constant reminder of how fucking cheap Rivera is. <laughs> and I think actually in the long term that is probably going to annoy him more than it is me. <laughs> That that's the one we pass around. Yeah. Because it's got the original Facebook ad in. He wouldn't like that, Jack, would he? Um, I don't know. I think he's embraced it at this point. Oh, I, I don't know. know. He got a bit got a bit tetchy in the group when I suggested which photo to print. Yeah. I think he I think he's just tetchy with you, Dad. I don't think he's tetchy yeah. with the group <laughs> on the bit. I think it's just you and him are tetchy. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but yeah. Um what you know is how's Ash looking forward to having the the bin up in the house? Yeah, she's not excited. I'm, I'm, not, gonna, I'm not gonna lie. She is not pumped. Um, yeah, so we turned our spare room into an office because she works from home like three or four days a week now. Yeah. Uh, so she got quite Irish and aggressive about it <laughs> because you want to put it in the office. Yeah, because I mean. I was pretty much, it's the living room's definitely a no. <laughs> that was pretty clear. <laughs> so I went for the office. That also seems to be a no. <laughs> and then also words about just like, she's not going to let anyone in the house <laughs> for 12 months until I don't have it anymore, which I'm hoping for considering all the draft picks I've got next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to come around and do spot checks. <laughs> it's going to happen. Well, you can do it with her. <laughs> She likes you, Jack, so you, you should come round and do it. Plus, you're taller and bigger than me, so you can take a punch, and then I'll run round and, and check. Okay. That sounds like something I'm really going to do. Well, you know. If Matt, surely, if Matt wins, he has to do it. <laughs> well, Matt does the spot checks. Yeah, well, if you're the winner, okay. that's, a, that's a massive positive of winning. Just, just to, go <laughs> <laughs> to, to go get punched just by an Irish taking woman. A, taking a straight right from an angry Irish woman. Matt <laughs> <laughs> would break like a twig. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, I'll break, break that one quietly at some point. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I would say you could have it on your desk at work, but we can't do spot checks at work. So, yeah. Well, that could be all right, to be fair. Yeah, it's got kind of got to be the house. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. So did you did you think at any point you were going to win it this week um, once the games had started? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, last week was the one where I really shit the bed because I left like 65 points or something on my bench. I me. Could've, I could have <laughs> traded about 13 points out for about 67 points, and I think I lost by like 30 points or something. I, I could have been printing and prepping these for myself. <laughs> so that's the one that annoys me. Um, this week, no, I was pretty confident. I mean, I said to you pretty early on that I was going to lose. Yeah. Um, it was never really a chance of not after about the first quarter of the first games. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so it was pretty depressing all the way through, pretty much. So what have you learned from this season's fantasy football, having traded away your team after week two in a landslide shocker of a trade, which has probably, <laughs> honestly, worked out slightly better for you, because at least you know you've got draft capital next year, whereas really it's been mutually trash for the pair of you? Um, yeah, well, I mean, obviously the toilet bowl was a pretty... Strong possibility after that trade. Um, yeah, I think I just had a bad week because I'd lost two games on the skids in both of my fantasy football leagues. Uh, and I was just kind of like, well, maybe I'll phone this in for the rest of the year. But it, I, I honestly, I didn't think I'd be here. <laughs> um, I thought I'd be able to eat together enough for a few wins. My team had an okay run for about three weeks. Yeah, you beat me. Um but three weeks before the playoffs yeah. rather than in the time when I actually need to win a game. So that fucked me. Um, I think the trade was about even for me, really. Mm. You know, I won... you definitely got the better out of it than Scott. Yeah, like I've won more games than I was expecting to. I've got a lovely framed picture to put up in my office. <laughs> um, and yeah, Scott got handed, fuck it, I don't know. And I mean, like my team was never brilliant, let's be fair, but he we got such a strong like, potential lineup out of that. We, it took a lot of effort to shit the bed with that thing. Did. Where did he finish? Seventh? Something like that, yeah. It's fucking pointless. Here's a, a, a thing we can do for the roundup next week, Dan. Um, let's work out how many players from that trade are still on Scott's roster. Most of them. Are we sure? Because he, I he feel like there's been a bit play, of turnover. He didn't play Wave Warrior much, but yes, we will we'll build that in for the drunk cast next week. Yeah, that's mm. interesting. But I think, yeah, like you say, I do feel better about it because next year I've got, what, eight picks in the first four rounds? Yep. That's, and then that's the a very solid after, team. Then the year after, I've got four picks in the first two rounds. Yeah. So I'm in a fairly good position for the next two years. Yeah. You know, like if I draft well next year, the year after I can afford to give up picks for keeper, no worries. Like, it's not worth keeping my team right now. So is it, is it your, as a, an insight into your strategy here, Yotes, is this more of a. I can move around next year in the draft and all that kind of stuff. Or is it I'm going to pick that many players in the first couple of rounds and then just not bother for the rest of it? Um, do you know, I haven't fully decided yet. I think it depends. Because you know what it's like? You get those sort of first few picks where it's pretty much safe and you're going to, you know, you're going to make a load of, um, you're going to get a load of points off them. I think it depends where I fall in the draft picks, really, mm. is where I'm going to make a decision. Because there's two sides in it. I can give away some of the kind of mid-round picks from there, you know, like a third round and a fourth round, which is still relatively valuable and have a load of first-round picks. Or I can give away some of those early-round picks for loads of mid-round picks. I think next well, you're year... On the, you're, you're the first overall pick, aren't you? So it's is gonna it just be... reversed? Because oh, it's yeah. a keeper league, it's reversed. Shit. So do I get where Scott's was going to be? So I get a fairly good pick from that too. So you get... So you get, Scott, seven? You, yeah. Seven, sixth, I think he was. So bang oh, yeah, in the middle. Yeah, you'll on, get the first the, and the fourth or fifth pick, yeah. Yeah, bang in the middle and then on the reverse of the snake. So, yeah, I don't know. I've seen what it is. I think if you get that thing like this year, there's those dead set guys in there like McCaffrey and people that have just been... You know, like McCaffrey literally dragged me through my other league. Mm. I won every game I won pretty much off the back of him scoring 30 plus points. So yeah. you can pick up some players like that and you can get three or four of those instead of one of those. Mm. That does a good thing. But yeah, I don't know. I'll see how it goes. I'm probably just going to abandon the lower ends of my pick and just like stuff it full of studs and just hope that that goes well so I don't have this replay to me next year when I end up in sixth or seventh by Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he ends I up in the like there's a uh, there's a good chance for you as well if you want to to kind of draft those people that you think might be might be kind of fantasy duds next year but get drafted highly and then you can pick them up and trade them to suckers like Candy or whoever else is playing with us next year. I think that's a decent tactic. There's going to be so there's always someone, isn't there, who's in the first couple of rounds every year and you're like they're going to be really good and then they're they're just. Absolutely, like Antonio Brown was really high this year. Levan yes. Bell, David people like David Johnson. Yeah, David Johnson, like those kind of guys. If you can see that coming and get those players traded away early, that's a that's a decent strategy for you. Or do you just pick up all the defenses and be a cunt. 
he'd, he could pick loads of defenses up in the first eight picks. That'd be cool. You could literally Giants. pick up every first round. Every good defense. First round, first pick. New York Giants. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> He's not going to. Well, that's just reminding you, though, if we do expand the league next year, we need to take a screenshot of this year's final standings just in case we have to tweak the draft order and put it in automatically. Um, uh, that is a good point. They go to the bottom. Where these, oh, they, they, they go to the bottom as the expansion teams, yeah. First. Um, so does that does that mean Yogi doesn't get the? No, I still get the first round pick. I say they go to the end. They yeah. pick last. They pick last and last, but one. Surely the, the winner gets the last pick. Yeah, and then they're after you. What's the point of winning? They're expansion teams. Ooh, oh, I'm yeah, you could put that. the champion last and put them in front, wherever. I don't care. Put them mid round, mid table. That's just the worst place to pick, really, isn't it? Yeah, I would put them. I would use it as a punishment. So I would have. I would have me as the last pick because I, I won and mm-hmm. then the two expansion teams and then Matt because Matt lost so he loses <laughs> that. That would be quite funny. But yeah. that makes sense because whoever loses the championship game doesn't get the benefit of being at the bottom end of the snake. Yeah. Yeah. I like uh, it. Plus I'm the commissioner with you Dan so that's the, that's now the rule. It is. I quite like it. Yeah. Yeah I like <laughs> it. That sounds good. Motion carried and passed. Yeah. Um cool yeah so we'll see what happens mate to be honest like i'm not that i'm not into fancy enough to have like a super strategic thing about it i'm probably just gonna get really stoned and pick studs that i like so that for a week or two i can feel really good about my team good other drugs are available <laughs> <laughs> oh dear right so uh, we're gonna head into shoulda woulda coulda before we do the nfl chat so a couple of things to talk through here Mostly from the playoff games, because you already said you couldn't do anything about your toilet bowl loss. Um, I'm going to start with Matty, okay? Um, Should have started Kenyon Drake. Weird. <sighs> That's a tough call, man. It is that a tough is a call. Shoulda, coulda, but is, that is a... Like, who would have started Yeah, it? that would really? have been so ballsy. Yeah, um, it would have been, but Matty would have started him, because it's Matty. That's how he's been playing his whole season. Yeah. So that... Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, and he would have won that game then. However, Matt also left, Matt Robert left Miles Sanders on his bench. So he's been toying with which one to start, him or Ajayi. Went with neither, and Sanders went off. 30-odd points. Two points, wasn't it? That's more of a, I think that's a dumb move. Whereas Matt's was, like, who's going to start Kenyon Drake? Not really anybody. I think it's starting Miles Sanders. He's the starting running back for the Eagles. I don't get how you wouldn't start him or why you wouldn't start him. Mm. Um, and then, then we were on you. You know, you could have made your game a bit of a more vic- bigger victory with starting Miller, like we talked about earlier. Um, you did regret it a little bit with your choice of wide receivers, um, but that's not that's not the big part from this game. Um, so you beat Ross, didn't you? And Ross looked like he was going to win. You came from behind. Um, we talked about last week about Mark Andrews being one of the best fancy tight ends. Ross left yeah. on the bench. That, that yeah, was yeah. one shoulda, woulda, coulda. Um, made me happy whilst I was watching that Ravens because I missed the first hour of the broadcast. <laughs> so yeah, realizing that made me happy. And then, and then, like of all his three defenses, he didn't pick the Vikings, who scored forty odd points last week. Who actually, as we round out to it later, were the highest scoring fantasy anything yeah, this yeah, week. Shit. And either of those things would have won the game for Ross. Yep. What a shame. Yeah, and can I mean uh, R.I.P. the People's Champion. Yeah, he lost to me when Lamar. Uh, sorry, uh, Jarvis Landry and Kenny Galladay combined for about five points. Yeah, it's horrible, <laughs> horrible, horrible fantasy. Oh, it's tough being Ross, isn't it? No, uh, have you seen him? Over, <laughs> right, dude's fucking wedged. He's yeah, good. he's yeah, he's Makes an incredibly old. Good looking oiled up photo or so Scott yeah. tells me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not it's not that hard. He's hiding something. It's gotta be, isn't he? Secrets in that closet. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, um thanks for joining us this evening, yours. No worries. Um really cool to have you in, talk about your toilet bowl, and uh, you'll get presented your trophies in front of all the boys next week at the championship drunk cast. Yeah. Are we booking a meal for this thing? Uh we can try. We'll talk. I think we should. I, I think we should go out. And, I think food should be part of what we're doing. Okay. It's been part of my most of my thirties so far, so why not just keep it going? Yeah. Why change a habit for a lifetime? 
Okay, so we go into our NFL chat for this week. Um, do you want to take us through our predictions for last week first, Jack? Uh, our game predictions. Uh, point scoring predictions. Point scoring predictions, yep. So oh, the, ga- the game predictions in the league, you've you've won. I've crowning you the good job award for that. So I'll Thank you. Get Thank you very much. Whatever we agreed on as a bet, I'll, I'll do whatever it is. Um, uh, we predicted that the Vikings... Uh, I predicted that the Chargers beat the Vikings and they did not and you predicted that the no sorry you predicted the Chargers would beat the Vikings and they did not I predicted that the Bears would beat the Packers and they did not mm. yes um, what about our top fantasy point scorers top fantasy point scorers uh, I predicted Winston um, and I believe you predicted sorry I have to look at my little note here uh, I believe did you draw you a hieroglyphic Russell Wilson. Um, Nope. 38 for Winston, 33 for Wilson, we predicted. Uh, The Minnesota Vikings were the top scorers last week with 41 points. Um, I'm just going to do a little checky-check here of how many points Winston actually got and Russell Wilson actually got because if we got it right, then we're still pretty awesome. Uh, So last week, 36.5 36.5 Winston got <laughs> um, and I predicted 38 and you predicted 33 for Wilson and he got 21 uh, but it was the Minnesota Vikings um, and there were two um, surprising inclusions in the top 10 this week for top fantasy scorers that was Kenyon Drake with 39.1 yeah. and um, uh, Bashar Perryman with 32.1 everyone else was your standard Lamar Jackson CMC those kind of guys yeah Okay. Uh, so yeah, there were there are game calls. Uh, I'll go through my quick game call first for what I think the uh, is going to happen next week. I think the LA Rams are going to beat the San Francisco 49ers. Mm, I can see that happening. So <coughs> that is what I think is going to happen because the Rams will rebound. Uh, they don't like getting their asses handed to them in their defense. Um, it's geared to stop. That, uh, that Niners running attack. So mm. I think there's an interesting dynamic going on there. I think the Rams, if Jared Goff is given time, he's one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league. If he gets rushed, he is rubbish. So it'll be an interesting one. We'll see how it goes. Mm. Mine is the Texans to beat the Bucks. The Texans have been on a slide, not been playing brilliantly. The Bucks have been on fire with Jimmy's, but Texans are going to beat the Bucks. Yeah, I think that's going to be a shootout. Mm. That's two. That's two bad defenses. Yeah, like, uh, pass pass defense defenses. Um, yeah, interesting. Uh, it's going to be an interesting week in the NFL. I think there's going to be some some upsets. There's going to be some people not playing that should be playing. I think Buffalo could give New England a slap in the face. Fuck, I hope they do. Mm. Um, Atlanta Jacksonville's such a horrible game. Uh, it's just not very nice games Carolina Indy is boring Cincinnati Miami is boring if Pittsburgh beat the Jets I think they are they need Tennessee to lose and Houston to lose um, and I think we're in the shout for a wild card I think it gets a bit complicated you're better at that than I am yeah, um, you've got another week anyway it's only week going into week 16 aren't we yeah I think it's I think if we don't win this week we're done um, but we have a good Slate. Um, well, we do place the Ravens in the last week, so yeah, it could be it could be the week seventeen Ravens resting everybody. It could be RG three, yeah, or even Trace McSorley. Because why would you play RG three if he's your backup through the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think that's uh, that's the NFL news that we've got this week. Uh, my prediction for highest point scorer this week is going to be, I believe that someone ridiculous is going to get it. Like, I'm going to go with Cortland Sutton. Okay. From Drew to Lock. get 30, 36 points. Yeah. The Lions. I'm going to go Lamar Jackson, 37.5. I think he's going right. to steamroll the Browns. Yeah. I and they're going to keep him in longer than you think. Yeah, well, I hope so. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, so, we'll move on to NFL chat, if you're ready. Yeah. Cool. So... Had a couple of questions prepared this week. These are things I've been thinking about. As I said before, big shout out to the Timeskew podcast because they're the guys I'm going to start writing uh, articles for, um, specifically focusing on the Steelers. Uh, and that's where I kind of 
this bubbled up from because I was thinking about whether the Steelers need to draft a quarterback. Um, so the first question for you is, outside of the kind of obvious Miami Dolphins, Cincinnati Bengals um, teams, mm-hmm. do you think need to draft a quarterback in this year's draft? Okay. I am going with the Steelers and the Bears. Uh, you giving up on Trubisky? Oh, yeah. He's had one good week. He's trash. The problem is they've invested so much in the guy. You can't give up. You have to wait till his contract is up. Mm. I just I think you just have to wait. I um, I reckon they draft someone in the lower rounds, um, and he'll start at some point next season. Yeah, I mean that is a it is a possibility, and I think there are some good quarterbacks in this uh, this draft um, that would fall down a little bit. And, and Jake Fromm's in this draft, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and I think he's not going first round, I don't think. So uh, there is the possibility, I think, for um, like a second, third round quarterback to come through, like your Russell Wilson prototype dude that's underrated um, and comes in and takes the job from him. Yeah. Um, uh, so I think something like that, but the Steelers need one, but you don't have a first round pick, do you? We do not. So that is, I mean, you're looking at. Your ideal guy that you want to—I would like the Steelers to draft—is Justin Herbert, but obviously we're not—we're not getting up that high in the draft. Um, well, you'd have to give up a lot to do it, wouldn't you? Yeah, we made some. I mean, it was uncharacteristic to to make those moves this off this in the season. Um, very uncharacteristic of, of the Steelers front office to do that. But the Minka trade has paid off, so maybe they want um, a bit more risk. Yeah, so I mean, possibly that's that's how it goes. But I—I I mean, I don't know. It's. Uh, it's an interesting one. I would love to see us draft a quarterback because I think it's time that we spent some capital on one. But mm. maybe this is a case of them. They've used their capital to screw up that defence. They believe in Roethlisberger for another year. Yeah, um, well, do you go shit or bust for another year? And if it ends up being shit, you get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and I think that's... Uh, yeah. He'd look good in a Pittsburgh uniform. He would. Um, He's yeah, all alien he would. head. I feel like he's going to be a charger, though. Maybe mm. or someone, someone like that. Who? Where's he actually from? Where's he play? Or where's he from? From. I know he plays at Clemson. Don't know. I think. Don't know. Know. I remember him. I remember him being in an army uniform. So he's. A, he's. A, I, I, I remember. I remember seeing that because he had highlight videos and stuff. Um, he's <laughs> from Georgia. Is he really? He was born in Tennessee, but um, went to school in Georgia. So maybe we see the uh, the end of Matt Ryan in 2021. Yeah, or maybe you see um, Tannehill hold them out until the end of the season and then Titans go after him. Possibly. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at teams like the Chargers. Um, um, I also think... Oh, I think the Patriots have their QB in Jared Stidham. I think that's their guy. Um, who's going who's gonna to be Tom Brady's successor but you're looking at I agree with the Steelers um, it's just hard to see at the moment without going too deep into draft analysis who the Steelers could pick up kind of second, third, fourth round is going to be better than who they've got mm-hmm. um, you could get someone like Tua yeah I just don't think Tua is going to last that long mm. um, I think he's I think he's going to go first round someone's just going to take a, a fly on him I feel like it'll probably be the Dolphins Fair enough. Um, but uh, the Chargers are a big one that I think probably will have the capital to, to go and pick up a quarterback and they feel like a Justin Herbert kind of team. Yeah. Uh, I think that could be a, a good landing spot for him. Um, uh, and they need one. They mm-hmm. need a quarterback because Phil Rivers is on his last legs. Um, 93-yard touchdown! That was so funny. So, so funny. But I think he's on his last legs. I don't. I don't see what he's got left. Is is the way someone said it the other day really well? Um, he was one of the best quarterbacks at throwing with anticipation. Mm. He threw it to where he wanted receivers to be. He never threw it to. Um, the, uh, he never threw it to a spot. He always. Uh, he never threw it to a player. He always threw it to a spot where he thought they were going to be. Yeah. And he has stopped doing that. Um. And he started throwing short and inaccurately, and he hasn't got the arm talent that he used to, and it's it's looking troublesome 
Um, so I think they really need to consider how they how they address that quarterback position in the mm. offseason. Um, yeah, so I think that's what I'm, I'm looking at for teams that probably yeah. need to address it. Um, and the other question I was going to ask you was around David Johnson, who is now a backup in uh, the, the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. One of the best backs in the league for a couple of years. Got hurt, never got back in the rotation fully. Obviously doesn't mesh with what Cliff Kingsbury's trying to do. Mm. Um, Which is strange because he's the sort of type of back you'd like in a spread offence. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, and I don't know why it's not worked for him, but it hasn't. It hasn't been good. So uh, my suggestion, I mean, again, I need to have a look at this properly, but you, you've got two there um, that could easily cater for him, and that's Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a bit, of, there's a lot of trust in James Conner, so I don't think that would happen. But the Bucks need a running back. They do. I think someone like the Patriots take a flyer on him. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think they do simply because of the draft capital they've got invested in the running back position, um, and certainly Michelle is the starter. Uh, and if they, they, that's not their ammo. That is not their ammo to do that. I know, um, but they did pick up Antonio Brown this year. Yeah, that's just yeah, that was a dick move. Um, I don't know. I just I feel like the Bucks are probably a good destination for him. Also, the Dolphins, if they can add a course back that they that he feels is worth the, the effort. Um, um, because the Dolphins don't have any running backs, but why would you go around that line? I don't know. Um, it's a tough one because he's a very, very good running back. Or does he go to the Chargers and Melvin Gordon moves on? Could happen. Um, so it's a tough one, I think. And I think it's going to be interesting. I think there's going to, like, like I said, there's going to be some merry-go-round stuff going on. Um, and I, I just think that he's going to be a big part of that because he is, he's a very good player that's just not had a good time of it. Um, and he's ended up on the kind of the trash pile for some reason, which is annoying considering that he, he's one of the good guys as well, as far as, as far as the, as far as it all goes, he hasn't moaned about it. He, you never heard anything from him. It's quiet down in the desert, so I don't really know. There's not a lot going on down there, but he, he seems like a yeah. kind of guy. And didn't Scott draft him? Uh, possibly. <laughs> wow. Possibly. I think he's on but Scott. Okay, yeah, have you got any suggestions? No. Um, well, Patriots really, I think, could do that. That's just something I think of in my mind. Um, but otherwise, no, I think he could hit. Is he free agent this year? Uh, I don't know if he is. I think he's just going to ask to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think he could be one of those that like doesn't get signed in the early weeks of free agency and then slips a bit. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I think it's tough for him. I, I think, yeah, I think the Bucks are the most likely destination for him. Or do you take him to a contender? Is Devontae Freeman going to stay um, with his kind of reduced performance levels? Is he going to hang around in uh, Atlanta? Did you just call Atlanta a contender? Yes. Next year, they've got Matt Ryan. Any team that has Matt Ryan is a contender. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, consistently. Um, and I think he'll they'll, they'll be back next year, Atlanta. They just okay. need a they need a consistent running game, which they just haven't had. Okay. Anyway, right. So, um, big week coming up. Championship week. Um, we talked about all the fixtures. Got the. Drunk cast and championship ceremony next week. Um, it's a big week for Maximum Friction. Our initial podcast season um, covering the league. The league comes to a close. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been good. It's been eye opening, but it's been good. I'm, I'm looking forward to the Twitter hitting the yeah. end of prime time next year. I think that's going to be a, a great addition to the. We can do some p- Twitter polls and then have them on. I was also thinking as well that we should do like a, a quiz feature for guests. So when we have a guest in, we give them like 60 seconds and we bombard them with questions. So you do questions on uh, on fantasy yeah. and like what's going on in fantasy. And I'll do questions on the history, Life of, general knowledge. The history of the NFL. Um, Lovely. I like that. And then we just fire question after question after question and then we have a leaderboard. We could even, um, yeah. we could even start it next week live if we prep enough questions. 
I'm not for that. Definitely up for that. Okay, we will prep that in the week. I'm not for that. Yeah, I think I think it's going to explode. I think we're going to get famous. Yeah, and on that, I'm going to shout that idea out to Matt Call of the Fancy Football Cup podcast. It's my mate from work. Um, he also does a, a fancy football uh, podcast, but for his fantasy soccer ball, roly ball league, and uh, that is a feature they have on there. So I'm going to give him the credit in case we do get really famous. Okay, yeah, we need to make sure we're doing that. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, that's me signing out then. See you all in a week. Good luck for the weekend, Jack. Tinker more, Thanks, Matt. Bro. And uh, will Lamar Jackson actually play? Who knows? No one knows. Tune in next week, same-ish time. Definitely <laughs> in the same place. <laughs> Goodbye.